monster. Um, I want to close out because we put a pin in Marcus's question about ranking our yeah, we top do three this. MCU villains. Uh, I want to come back to it before we, you know, close things out for this episode. Uh, Jet Marcus, you asked us our top three MCU villains mm -hmm. that have appeared thus far. You can't use comic book folks. No, I Duke. I take issue with those that you can't see, but. I will play by the rules because I am, after all, a, a rule follower. You are. Uh, you are. Brian, top three. <laughs> Hello. It's probably because I made a face at Doug. Uh, yeah, my top is. three. Make faces and you have to go. All right. That's fine. That's fair. I did make faces at Doug. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, top three. Number three is Justin Hammer. I think that he hmm. is a fun villain. I think he's just choice. fun to watch. Okay. I enjoy him on screen because mm -hmm. he's a jerk face and a just, oh, guy's an asshole. And yeah. then Zemo, I really enjoy Zemo because okay. he is basically an Avenger villain that barely lifted a hand and essentially dismantled oh, and disassembled point. the Avengers okay. on his own. Man, that's good. And that's good. I appreciate it. It's different. It's it's he and I love his motivation for it. And there's a tangled there's some tangled emotions there. And I I enjoy it. I'm specifically pointing to Civil War, the the the, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff. Not necessarily pointing to that, but specifically Civil War. And then my number one Marvel villain. It's I don't know if this is going to be a surprise, but it's it's Killmonger. Because the way that's played is just mm -hmm. so on the edge of like the guy's got a he, he has valid points, folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like there's also like, oh man, you're like just killing people willy-nilly. Okay. Uh I have to reconcile this. And so those those are my top three. Uh so Justin Hammer, Zemo, Killmonger. Okay. I'm gonna go because Marcus, it was your question. So I feel like you get the right of going last. Yes. I will also say Killmonger is my number three mm. just because of how it's portrayed, how it was acted. Yes. The level of points that he had was incredible. Like I just, all of the reasons why Brian said uh, it is my, are my reasons <laughs> um, for me. I also really liked, and I feel like this is unsung villain, but the, uh, the dad from Shang-Chi, Oh, his okay. motivations were for me. I like to see folks who are like so motivated to their ends that they are willing to throw all reason to the wind. And that is a chief like a, that is how that man operated. He so believed his wife was there and was so corrupted by what those rings did to wow. his brain that he was pushed to say, Everybody else is wrong. I'm right. And so I think that that was really well done. Um, my last one, and this will come as no surprise, is Thanos is my favorite villain. Oh, uh, yeah. I, it's hard. It's hard not to, to see that and go. Yeah. Fuck. You have some really good points, too. Like, it's, again, reason un unflinching pursuit of one's own objectives to the detriment of everybody else is 
I think selfishness is probably one of the worst traits in a person. So when I see a villain willing to throw all caution to the wind and ignore everybody else and say, I'm right, you're wrong and be selfish to their own objective is, is chief among them. Yeah. Honorable mention for me. So an asterisk, an honorable mention is uh Gore, the God butcher. And that's just because yeah. I really like him as a villain from the comics. So to see him in the, in the movie was good. I also really like Christian Bale's portrayal. So he's an asterisk honorable mention. I dig what you say about Thanos and I, he's so big. That's why he didn't make my top three. Definitely yeah. honorable mention. But one thing yeah. I love about how they portrayed Thanos was how casually cruel he is. Yes. And that it just, yeah. it speaks on so many levels. So I vibe with that. Yep. Marcus, top huh. three. Okay. I had to go back and think a little bit. Okay. Oh, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I love, set those, my, all right. I, I I love set, those Marcus moments. Where okay. Like, fuck. Like, <laughs> so, so Doug, you had, you had Killmonger, you, and, and who was your second? You, Killmonger, you had, and then the dad, like the dad from Shang-Chi. Like Shang-Chi's Shen, dad. Yeah, Shang Wen Wu. I can't remember. Yeah. I, I'm yep. pulling that yep. from something. Uh, okay, I'll find She's it. Dad. <sighs> and then Thanos. I had Justin Hammer, Zemo, Killmonger. Yep. So does that? Are, did you have? Do you have enough runway, Marcus? Are you? No. Are you prepared okay. to lock in? Can I? <laughs> Fuck. I'm gonna give you my top three, but let me five? let me list no, all the villains. Five. There are rules. I know. I'm gonna give you my top three, but let me give you my the okay. one that came to thought. And what okay. made me say, oh, fuck. And really what threw me off was what made me think even deeper was the Justin Hammer. Ooh, because my okay. original three is Killmonger, okay. Obadiah Stane, oh. and Namor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? That was my Would that's you my call Namor a villain, though? That's the problem. So my backup would have been yeah. High Evolutionary technically here's what i'll say whatever it matters namor is t is an antagonist mm -hmm. and can be labeled a villain to me mm -hmm. based true. on his actions mm -hmm. from like the second act mm -hmm. to halfway through the third act mm -hmm. I, I guess agree. i agree um, I, I agree so here's all I the villains saw, that came to i my just mind. saw another one i just saw another one that fucks my life up which is drekov <laughs> from black widow and now yeah. I have to like rethink. Uh, There's a geez. lot here. Keep going. Sorry. Because holy okay. shit. Because <laughs> I feel like the, the top one that always comes to mind is Thanos, right? Yep. I think Thanos, had, he had enough time to develop as this villain. Yep. But if I'm thinking just the one movie villains, I'm not going to include yes. Thanos. And that's the reason why. Okay. Okay. So the one, Cottonmouth from Luke Cage. Oh, deep cut. That's a fucking good one. But also, yeah, deep cut. They did my boy dirty. They did. Yeah. They did. And the Bushmaster was also good. The, the series went left in season two a little bit for me. But yeah, Cottonmouth Bushmaster was, such was still a, a good, good villain. Bushmaster and Cottonmouth yeah. were both really good fucking the, villains, man. The amount like, of talent in Luke Cage TV, God. that first six episodes is just a masterclass. Yes. Yeah. Like you would have thought. You, if they would have, if they didn't do Cottonmouth the way that they did, he would have been. That would have been an epic finale to get to that big point where it's Luke versus Cottonmouth. So I'm gonna say Cottonmouth. Okay? Yeah. Okay. The other ones that came to mind: um, Thanos, Loki. I know Kang, Zemo. Who did I write? 
Oh my God. It was some other people. I can't even read my handwriting. <laughs> anyway, here's my top three. Okay. <clears throat> if I exclude no more. Killmonger, Obadiah Stane, and Cottonmouth. That's, that's a good and here's list. Why. These are people that were badass before they got the suit or the power. Got they it. never needed the power. Yeah. And what made them so bad as and and high evolutionary is up there on my list oh right? oh yeah he's a top top five for sure top, top five for top me too five. he had powers but he didn't overuse them he it was like a real one-liner of like yeah. i challenged that one percent of my brain to teach myself how to control gravity so now gravity bends at my whim that was it uh i don't know i i agree i agree and that line about there was no god so i stepped up is probably one of the <sighs> hardest lines in the end it was incredible that and that that made me go oh like I, I went back in my seat. I'm sure Maggie said like oh both, Mar- both Marcus and I were like God damn like God. audibly damn. just goes hard. hard. It was it was hard. and so um I'm gonna go Killmonger, Obadiah Stane, and Cottonmouth. Those those is, are my... is that three two one or oh fuck uh, Brian <laughs> um oh no oh no. We can just have a top three. You could just you have know? that be your top three. I'm going to just yeah. have that be my top three. We won't litigate That's it. That's fine. I'm going to have it. I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh-uh. I think that that line that there was no God, so I stepped up is a like run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Yes. Like level Ooh, line. Yeah. Like yeah. that is that yeah. level yeah. of line. It's interesting Ooh, to me that none of you said Ultron. I definitely thought Brian would have said Ultron. <laughs> I, you know what's really funny? I contemplated it. He was in the running and I, I honestly, Justin Hammer and Zemo bounced him out because like Ultron is quippy and I love James Spader. But at the end of the day, I am just far more entertained by this creepy little weird guy Zemo in the basement being like, I'm going to I'm going to do this. I like that's way more. Enter- and then Justin Hammer being like, hey, none of this stuff works, but I'm going to sell you on it anyway. And just like this loathsome character that he is. But he's still so Brian doesn't trust corporations. <laughs> that's broad speaking. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, this is not a surprise here for, anybody, for longtime yeah. listeners. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Ultron for me didn't factor in, and I think I am wow. a wow. To- I am a Tony Stark sympathizer. It's it's mm. known at this. Yeah, point. it is. Yeah. However, this. However, this. we do know this. I think Ultron is a villain because of Tony's insecurities. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 That's where he gets from. That's where the personality is based in. So yeah. So is so is Tony the villain because yeah. he's the creator, or is Ultron the villain? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, yes, I, no. Because there's a part of me knowing how technology works is that someone has to sit down and write the code. I and I'm not trying to this. say I'm not trying to say that like, oh, Ultron's not really a villain because Tony is. I'm just saying, like, he's a manifestation of Tony's insecurities, which I think play out better over the course of the next of the movies that come after. That there's a part of me that's like, I just didn't consider him for that reason. I also think that in terms of other Avengers villains that we've seen, there are others that are like, Yes, Ultron was a world threat, but I think that there were others that we saw, like Zemo, 
who were more disruptive to the Avengers and what they were trying to accomplish. I why I, do you like oh, how much time I got? Why <laughs> why do you like the villains that you picked? Because anybody can be as powerful as Thanos and collect the stones and be this giant purple titan. But why do you pick Justin Hammer over Thanos, Brian? And then for Doug, why do you pick who was your top three? It was Killmonger. Killmonger. It was the dad from Shang Chi, whose name I'm not going to remember. Mm-hmm. And then it was it was then it was then Thanos, Thanos was my top one. Why do those stand out over anybody else? You like Justin Hammer, Doug. Why didn't you pick Justin Hammer? Uh, because I I think that there is something. Maybe I should talk to my therapist about it. But I think that there is something psychologically compelling to me when we give ourselves over to our most animalistic instinct, Hmm. like, and like Thanos, his most animalistic, like psychological instinct is his need to control and to bring order. Hmm. We have all had a moment in our lives, especially myself as someone with anxiety, where the only thing that I need in that moment is some semblance of order and control and balance to a point that I pursue it to my own detriment, where I piss people off and they're angry at me and they're upset with me. Like, but take that weakness and turn it into a source of power that people are scared of. That is, that is an interesting piece to see. Like of same thing with same thing with 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 the with the dad and Shang Chi. We we love folks, but how will far were we willing to go for that? Like, are you willing to destroy an entire village of people to unleash a a dragon demon? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, are you spirit. are you willing to unleash something a soul sucking demon out of the pits of hell on the earth simply because your belief and how much you love somebody is convinced you that you're right? Hmm. Like, what if you're wrong? Like, and the fact that they don't look back on that at all. Like, we've all had those moments with our ego where we look at it and go, "I am so right in this and never wrong." Like that conviction is such a, so I like to, I like to see those, those pieces of folks come out in my villains. They bring me immense joy because they're they're for everybody else. They're a weakness, but for these folks, they're, they're not that like, and it's just, it's very, I like to see that. Oh, I liked how exhausting that was that I, I learned a lot because it's not the power, like the power stuff. The fact that he collects the infinity stones, anybody can walk or like I could you give me a list of rocks to find in Vermilion. Yeah, I'll find them. Okay. Like I'll do it my time. You like have I'll to find put him them in a glove. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the fact that his motivation is like, nope, it's not just they're not just stones. It's not the collecting. It's not the power. It's that this is the only thing that I need to accomplish my goal. And there is nothing else that matters. I will sacrifice my own children to accomplish what matters mm. to bring order where there is none. That is a horrific statement. Like when played out to that level. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I think I broke I, Brian. I was not prepared <laughs> for such a thorough and well thought out explanation and yeah. like i'm ready to put thanos in my top three because <laughs> like I, I mean i don't know not to belabor it but i mean just at this point where thanos if he just like he just needed somebody in his orbit like his manager his best friend to be like hold up hold up hold up before we go get this time gem or stone whatever so like you can you can destroy half of the stuff. That's what you're planning on doing. And, and Thanos is like, "Yep, that's the plan." You're like, oh, "Hold up, what if you could make double the stuff?" Have you ever thought of that? And like the or... fact that Thanos never gets there, he doesn't have the creativity. Mm-hmm. It speaks to the hurt he has and the conviction, which I, I've definitely. I have not gone on a planet killing spree, but nope. I know what that feeling is like. So I, I, I I'm picking up yeah. what you're putting down. Um, Brian, what if you could create infinite stuff? They're literally stones that can do when combined, and, whatever you want them to do. Anything. So anything. you can just say like, Hey, what if we never ran out of resources? I guarantee, I guarantee he thought about it. I don't think that he never got to you, that point. Really? I don't, I, I think Thanos was smart enough. I think that there for sure was somebody in his camp. Gamora, <laughs> one of his daughters, said, "Well, why go half when you could just double it?" I think I he said, it was probably Nebula. He, he was definitely Nebula. Nebula said, "Well, why are we going half? Why don't we just double it?" And he looked at her like, "Cause I said so." <laughs> and like, you don't though. fight your sister. Like, I I no love way. this. I love this conversation between Thanos. <laughs> And Justin, his fraternity brother from college, who he talks to so very frequently, he's like, "Oh, I'm kind of like collecting the Infinity Stones." And Justin's like, "Uh, why?" He's like, "Oh, so that way I can like destroy half the Earth and make sure everybody has what they need." It's like you don't need to do that. He's like, "No, I do," and I love this, but you don't though. Like, like I love that conversation. Like in me, that like that's hilarious. Because giving more would not solve the problem it would just uh, create more feeds, if anything more it feeds it? the problem but would it it would, would it because, oh man let me I, tell you why it would I'm on the other side of this the only reason i would say that it would at this current moment i could be talked down right the <laughs> only reason i said that it would is because if i relating it to high evolutionary creating a counter earth he thought right. creating a counter earth would be perfect, but it still had the same issues that the regular earth had. And he had all the tools to make it better and gave them more, gave them more intelligence, gave them more resources, gave them everything that they needed. But yet and still, it still turned out bad. I think that things find a way when you double the resources, somebody yeah. wants more. It, well, I mean, the other thing I'll say is that, look, we got to a point of overpopulation with the current resources so they're mm-hmm. running out so you double them so what happens you double population resources. doubles so then you have to double them again, again. I, <laughs> and you have to do- this is this is exponential yeah. this is exponential yeah. this is a mathematical equation called exponential growth where you're going sure. to have to eventually keep doubling what you doubled mm-hmm. until if i give a mouse a cookie that's the fucker's gonna ask for milk and that's exactly what's that's gonna exactly happen. What so you kind of have to say, "What if you it. just cut them in half no. and let people?" <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I'm all I'm saying is like so much <laughs> conflict comes 
from like not enough resources that you you just you have you have an infinity gauntlet and you're like, hey, I can just make everybody's it lives is, easier. I mean, with the snap is. of my fingers, and a lot of those dynamics start to fade away. If it's a resource-based economy, you could have time to not no, have that type of it, economy. To be fair, it's not <laughs> like you said you were going to just delete half the resources and let people starve to death. Yeah. It is a relatively merciful thing to be like, no, they're just oh dust God. now. Yeah, he didn't kill anybody. He <laughs> just made them not exist. It's... Marcus asked for why you related to these characters, and now we're talking about. Yeah, oh my no, gosh. I get it. I get it. I I have been thinking about that. I might like, need help. You can't double it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Infinity Gauntlet, infinity possibilities. Give everybody a planet. Not to a fucking mad titan. Oh, he don't see economic <laughs> and systems. He's, if anything, he's, oh, a, no. he's, he's like, this like, is a problem. He too. had a guy for that, hurt. and that guy got killed a long yeah. time hurt ago. People hurt, hurt people hurt people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm that's where I'm gonna end that. Uh anybody else want to answer Brian Marcus's question on why they enjoy <laughs> the villains they enjoy? <laughs> We, we all kind of focused on Thanos. I don't. I feel like I like the realism in the characters. Sure. And to me, Killmonger is on the top of my list because there is a part yeah. of my head that says, "Yeah, if there was a kingdom that did exist that was black, black, blackity, black, black, and had this futuristic technology, part of me would hide it from the rest of the world to keep it safe. But the other part of me would want to find a way to fuel my people in order to put yeah. them in better positions." And that is yeah. a—it's such a juxtaposition to be in a place where it's like, how do you make this decision where you're not Killmonger but you're not T'Challa, right? And yeah. there's this split of like of 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 the black part of my brain that says, I want to do it for my people, but everything can't be shared. You got to hold things in. Sometimes maybe maybe segregation. Maybe we should have been segregated. You know, like there's these. Maybe we shouldn't have been like, um, oh, what's the word? Maybe we shouldn't have been um, integrated like into the world together. Like what does a world look like when you show me that black Panther and Wakanda looks like this place where they kept their secrets and they kept their traditions and they kept their, the African American yeah. part of me says, I never, I will never understand what that feels like because of my history. Right. To be like, well, to belong to a tradition or a culture or a tribe of something. Well, and the other part of it is for me with Killmonger is this is a a group that has the entire world has built its entire empires off of their i not 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 like their resources off of their backs mm -hmm. these foundations of Mm -hmm. uh, our nation was built can't listen to this in florida anymore like you our whole nation was built on the black was built on the backs Damn, of, of, of of black people and yeah. now suddenly they have this resource and technology can solve problems. And now you want them to come in and bail your yep. ass out. There's yep. a part of me that's like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. You don't get to use me and treat me like less Shit. than the family dog. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly I'm, I have something you need and it's come on. And but old buddy, old chum, you can fuck yourself. Well, in the like, second movie, we I see, see that, that right? part. Yeah. <clears throat> We see that in the second movie where yep. they yep. open their world, didn't give them the resources directly, and people still tried to find a way to go yep. take that shit. Yep. Now, with Obadiah Stane, there's a part of me <clears throat> that always has this worry, I'm loyal as a dog. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. 
And if I'm Tony, what made Obadiah Uh-oh. so villainous was not him in the suit. It was him fucking over everything before he even got the suit. He turned yeah. over all of the um the st- the the um the stakes or the um what are the things in the in the corporation how much um power you have like in the company at the table. Oh, the the stocks? The stocks. Yeah, stocks. Like he yeah. turned over everything. He he got Tony closed out, made him seem like he was crazy. He even shamed Tony for trying to change his ways and do something better. And he was betraying him before he got the suit. So what made Obadiah so bad was he was a villain before he got the fucking suit. Good point. Which a lot of people don't realize or is forgotten unless you rewatch the movie. He set the hit up. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's what makes that so fucking terrifying. And then Cottonmouth, he was this guy who had all this power and he was just smooth. And he was good. There was no superpower to him. What did he have a superpower? He did not. Mm-mm. I don't think he did. He did not. He didn't. He was just a regular dude that Yo, wanted dude. to go toe to toe with this guy. Didn't really have any real reason not to like Luke Cage or whatever the case may be. And he was just a smooth dude who wanted to be king, made it out the fucking slums, put himself on top in these rough ass neighborhoods, and ends up dying by the hands of somebody who was. You know, I think she was just fueled in rage and jealousy and just had had enough and just snapped. And then it's over just like that. Yep. So I don't it's something about this realism of all of these heroes. And maybe it's more black trauma or black related, like probably and throughout like. Yeah. Line throughout. But I don't know, really. Cottonmouth had, a, Cottonmouth had a good dynamic because Cottonmouth was like a what are you going to do? Like, how do you keep what you've built? Yeah. And you yeah. don't keep what you built. You don't keep what you built by being emotional or being it unmeasured. You have to be measured yeah. and that calculated. And that's yeah. what he was. So that's why he was so like kind of intimidating was it's, it's not his physical prowess. Luke Cage could have gone and slapped the shit out of him and it would have been <laughs> fine. It was it was the st- strategy of it all. It's like, yeah, you could do that, but then I can harm you in ways that are far more personal to you than they are to me. Oh, and yeah. why I think it's so interesting, the juxtaposition of how he was brought down because he was brought down by, by someone somebody. at their most emotional yep. and unhinged. Yeah. Like that is such an yep. interesting Good moment point. of like, you can yep. deny that all you want, but it's at the end of the day, you're going to have to deal with it with other people and learn how to help other people manage that themselves. Yeah. 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 Look at that. We did it. Y'all. 